As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. Um, I'm obviously a new dad, right? Obviously. Yeah, so I'm obviously a new dad and I've been just kind of doing stuff around the house, just kind of unfreezing stuff. Unfreezing stuff? (laughs) Yeah, because like people bring meals. They're very sweet oh, friends yeah. of ours are yeah, bringing yeah. little meals. Are you on the meal train? I no. <laughs> <laughs> so Will's not bringing me any meals. You know what? There's already people doing it. Yeah, there's already I mean? people doing it. But you know what I did actually? This is an because I have to get the example of my perfect person reference. I went down from two monitors to one. Wow. Why? Because I realized that I was, I'm obviously a computer boy. Yeah, I'm, of a ga- I'm a gamer first and foremost. <laughs> right. I'm a dad second. <laughs> Gamer first, dad second, <laughs> sexual being third. Oh boy, lover fourth. And I know what you're thinking. The two are separated for whatever reason, but they are. So anyway, <laughs> I I was at a two monitor setup, and I realized that the problem was that I was just using the second monitor as a full distraction. I was I would be like editing on one monitor, and the second monitor's for Twitter or like YouTube or like something I'm just not using. I'm not doing editing on two monitors. And I was like, this is only serving as a distraction to me. Let me eliminate it in the sake of minimalism. People know I'm a Zen minimalist type of guy. I'm always cutting things out of my life that are excess. Are you? No, I'm certainly not. And in fact, I hate minimalism and I'm very much a maximalist. Yeah, same. But um, yeah, so I took away the second monitor in the hopes of me being more productive. And guess what? It didn't work. Of course it didn't work. You just pulling up a tab. I'm just alt tabbing and, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yes, pulling course, up Twitter anyways. Of course. But at the very least, it means that I'm not multitasking, yeah, which yeah. I think is a better way to distract yourself. I'm going to whole hog look at YouTube music videos of like cool artists that are new instead <laughs> of looking at them on a second monitor. I'm now just fully focusing on like a steamy music video from some girl group. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I just disagree with this choice because I am a big fan of editing with two monitors. You but- know me, honey. I You know that I went two monitor boy for my whole life. But you don't use it for Premiere, which you could. I could, uh, although, I mean, I was even doing one monitor's rectangular. That's the regular first, that's the primary monitor. Second monitor's vertical, vertical yeah. which I really liked for a while. But then I just, I'm just trying it out. I mean, I didn't sell the monitor. Don't get on my jock, Will. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Will Whitwer. What's up? Freelance sidekick. Champion of the people. He's wearing cool shoes today. Thank you. They're kind of leathery and no socks. Yeah, I why well, I'm wearing no show socks. 
uh, I typically wear long socks, and I I should have worn some today. This is uh, like a good look for you, though. Thank you. You're dressed like a bachelor. I intentionally dressed up, which is part of the reason I was a little late to this recording. I was like, mm. I need to do something because I, <laughs> it's it's not working at this as currently constructed. Like, really, your yeah. life? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, my life is fine. Yeah. Uh, I just, I wasn't happy with my my appearance. And I, yeah. sometimes doing, you have to do something for me to like actually put it in effort. Yeah. But my other, my take is you don't have to dress well all the time, you know? But I wanted to dress up a little mm. bit for this recording because it will live on forever, you know? Yeah, I get that for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think you look very nice. Thank you. I think that your hair looks cute. And I think the sweater you're wearing is really nice. Thank you. Um, I feel like I look like old man river kind of my hair is really long <laughs> and my beard has gotten really long. Cause I just have not had fucking time to do anything. Uh, I'm wearing, Oh no, I do have a hole in my jeans. I forgot about right I got at, a hole too, but I got, I, I got right stabbed by a plant while I was walking my dog. And, oh, uh, sometimes the plants in LA are too spiky. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Come on, governor Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> I think our most pressing political issue is taking away the spikes from plants, which they probably need. They probably do. Uh, sometimes they're really sharp. By the way, I'm going to ask you a question. Can you see my underwear if I do this? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, it's Can you a see pretty it big hole. It, it's extremely like it is in your crotch. Like it appears to have been caused by perhaps a it's large. My yeah. <laughs> well. I, that's sort of where I was going to go. It's in your crotch and it's, it's like the fabric got worn down over time by yeah. having to carry such a large member around it. And so <laughs> sort of foul. sort of like erosion, you know, like, you know, when like cliff sides, that's basically what your pants yeah, are like. Yeah, I've been reading up on climate change. So <laughs> the word erosion <laughs> rings true for me. Um, Will, uh, how's it been going, man? We haven't really gotten to hang out. I know. Um, um, I was hanging out with my baby. Well, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, I know I'm on paternity leave, so I'm not seeing you at work and like correct? coming to bother you. Which is good for you. Uh, yeah. How's everything going at work? <laughs> it's going fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's interesting to talk about, to be honest. I'm what curious. I'm, I haven't talked to Rainy really that much either. I imagine that she hasn't... Um, tank the stock price of the podcast. No, department. the podcasts are chugging along. They're the, chugging out. What I will say um, is that, yeah, I, I don't really have like, I don't really have any uh, exciting updates. Yeah. Uh, people continue to find my particular brand of bullshit, like mildly funny. And I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Shout out to all the <laughs> like, who I, I no, I just like, I, I posted rainy took a story of me uh, oh. dressed in a full try guys outfit. Yeah. And I got a lot of positive responses from that. And I was like, Oh, I guess this is why people post. So you get, you get the, like, yeah, people are telling you me that they like me and I'm like, Oh, well, great. That's, uh, right. that's and, really nice. And again, we had the big boost in December one, but then people are tuning in for September five. Well, of course, September five <laughs> is coming. I mean, I, 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 well, I should, I, it would be remiss of me not to say it. Yeah. And if you thought that December one was big, <laughs> you're not even, fucking ready for what's about to happen on September 5th. Low key though, I, I was thinking like, what if I actually did make a creative project and actually release it on September 5th yeah. as a way of like pranking the audience of like, oh, you thought this one was going to be fake too? No, I'm going to fucking release. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds like something that like you'd have to get going now. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and we're in February. <laughs> There's like, not enough time. There's I, not enough time. Well, I can't decide what I should do, you know? Obviously, I'm out to do a leap of people. She keeps telling me she's yeah. too busy to do a collab. And I'm what like, what if you got really good at piano? Dude, there's <laughs> no way. 
<laughs> just, dude, dude, there's no fucking. Way. I mean, I love. I would love the idea of playing piano, but I think if I started taking lessons now, I would still suck shit in piano by <laughs> September five. Yeah, but what if my big post is just like a piano concerto? You know, use live singing. Like a song you wrote with accompaniment <laughs> would be really good. We could shoot a music video for Honestly, it. Honestly, that would be really funny. It's like a country song. <laughs> if I we was not th- expected country. That really threw me. That'd be really good. Well, me and Sarah were watching Nashville a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. I sure I've never watched, but here is really fun. Um, uh, I mean, we watched the first season. It was really fun. And then it was like, uh, I don't know about this, but it was... Uh, it was fun because it's just like some of it is good. It's kind of Grey's Anatomy style. Where yeah, it's some a prime of it time is, soap. Some yeah. of it is really good and some of it's like, oh, what is this? But uh, I kind of love shows like that. I do want to ask you, by the way, obviously. And you then know, yeah, you, I want you to ask me this question. And then you also texted me that you have a really good idea for a funny joke. Well, so that's what I'm getting to Got here. Yeah, um, cool. Uh, what I wanted to ask you is, so, you know, obviously the birth of your son, yeah. you have an important sort of. This is like obvious second most important moment of your life. The yeah. first, of course, winning a Webby. Um, winning the Webby was big, yeah. Like you were listing, you know, other things about, you know, I just think the Webby, you were mentioning you're a sexual being, you know, you're like, I'm not a dad first or whatever. Yeah. I really think you were forgetting to mention. The Webby. Yeah. Now, the most let's, prestigious award. Let's talk about the Webby. <laughs> a lot of people, people are flooding my DMs about my Webby. Yeah, of course. They're trying to ask <laughs> What's the deal with that? Like, how did you win the Webby? And I think it's just honesty and perseverance, really. <laughs> yeah, and I, so it's just, like, really nice for you to have, like, number two most important moment in your life. The yeah, child, child, you know, number seeing one. your child, etc. Well, winning the Webby defined me <laughs> as a creator and arguably as a dad. Right. Also, I am getting worried, so I won the Webby, right? Right. That's, like, step one for everybody. Yeah. We all know that, but... I'm a little, I'm getting a little nervous, not super nervous, but just a little nervous that I've missed the applications for 30 under 30 because my birthday, I just, I, I will call, I'll call if I need to, but my, my 30th birthday is this year. Okay. We're narrowing in. September 6th, actually, right after your second post. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Hmm. So I I just want to make sure that my application for 30 under 30 gets seen. I do think you have to pay. Like you, like how much could it possibly be at 10 bucks? No, it's more like, I I think it's, I think part of the scam of 30 under 30 is that the people who can like be successful and afford to pay for like the thing, it's like self-selecting for a certain type of person. I mean, I'd pay Uh, for it. I mean, I don't know what it costs. A G? How much would you pay to, to like be oh, considered? God. This is not guaranteed you're on the list. It oh, just, not guaranteed be I'm going to be on the list? Yeah. I Eight, think that's how it works. I $879. Think I think they, okay. So, I mean, honestly, this would be a pretty good bit for the podcast. If I paid, <clears throat> I mean, I would happily pay to be considered because I think it's a shoe in one. Once they see I own a Webby, it's like. Right. Well, I, you know, I am forgetting. People know, people yeah. really respect Webbies. Well, it's um, easier to win your second Oscar. That's right. So similar, Webby, they'll sort of be like, oh, and we'll put him in the big pile. (laughs) But he gets moved up. But... uh, Because to me, it's like, obviously, mm -hmm. now you're a dad, but you're still a Webby award-winning podcast producer. The the tricky part about the Webby is, so I've been trying to book guests for the show, Right. right? So I've been reaching out cold to a bunch of people. Some people responding, some people not even caring. Yep. And I always am wondering... I'd love for these people to know that I have a Webby, but I sort of don't want to mention it mm. because it's cringe to mention that I want a Webby. 
Right. But it's, to say I won an award is good, I guess. But I guess it also does not matter. Well, at the all. funniest thing, again, about the Webby is that it was an audience <laughs> choice that people <laughs> voted on based on an existing fandom you didn't cultivate whatsoever. Obviously, it, you know, you're. I will just say it like, you know, it doesn't, not just anyone can win a Webby. It, it takes a podcast, podcast and producer. I barely won. Well. Me. I, I the got trophy was addressed on, to you. I, the trophy was addressed to me and the Try Guys. I clearly won a Webby in theory, but, it, but I didn't get like, it wasn't for my own work. But if perfect right. person won a Webby. Oh, that would be huge for you. I'll be honest. I'd <laughs> you have to pay to submit to that those awards too i think you could actually do that like yeah. this show would qualify for like some podcast awards yeah. be really funny if you get were like just gutting to win any award you know <laughs> all of this goes to say i'd love an overworked assistant oh yes <laughs> i yes. think that'd be really good just a 17 year old with well, the, with a <laughs> <laughs> why well will no, I just, it seems young. Uh, you, you don't want a 22-year-old assistant? Like, why 17? 17 is like, we were not at Some full Some young brain. buck. Kid, Some kid. Why not 22, 23? I guess that's better. Kid out of college who's always calling into the show looking for advice about what they should do. You Some should liberal arts major from Connecticut? Okay, I'd love it. I'd love that. In order to get on the map and win another Webby, you're going to have to really commit. Well, it's 2023. Right. So... <laughs> So my the world is my oyster. That's right. Um, I want to be better, harder, faster, stronger. And by the way, I've been watching Gary V videos like all like it stopped being a joke. Well, well, that's what happens with most things you just say. I like I used to say bro ironically, and now no, I just say bro. You know? I was watching Gary V videos as like a oh man, this yeah. guy's crazy, and now I'm like <laughs> like I watched. This is embarrassing, but I watch them like every day. <laughs> As like an affirmation thing. Like, like a, I'll be just like when I open YouTube now, they're in my recommended. I'll be like, huh, why should I focus on leadership as a business owner? And I'll watch it and be like, damn, like I should think about like the future of my, and then a cap company, capital C company. Yeah, baby. Cause now I'm like, and I, and, and I did, I wrote down all these things. I was like, what would I like to be involved in? over the next couple of years. <laughs> like I want to get merch going this year. Well, yeah, you have to. And and you and you were talking about doing live shows too. Yeah. I think doing a live show and taking like I don't yeah. know how you would you anonymize the people like sorry, this is probably an off-air conversation and not something well, put in to the record, premium. Put in the premium. But like <laughs> this is my question. You do a live show, I think it would be so fun. Like obviously you could do a tour, but you could literally just do one you show in LA on to start and you yeah. but would you have people in like a booth where we don't see them and we, we hear their voice distorted? No, no. It would just be people coming up and being like, I want advice about X. Well, so I've actually thought about this way, and I think that there's a cool version to do a live version of the show. And number one is I would start it with a PowerPoint. About like how to be perfect. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I would start it with a scripted, and this is also because I want to do. I was also I would like to do colleges. If you, yes. by the way, speaking of live shows, if you want me wow. to do your college, wow. email perfectpersonpod at gmail.com. If you are on some sort of social whatever for student unions, email perfectpersonpod at gmail.com because I would happily do it. And I have a great idea for a college show. I would do a PowerPoint thing that's like a scripted bit on how to be perfect, and like to me that's like. 
I'm answering questions that we get a lot. So yes, yes, questions yes, yes, are yes, like, yes. what do I do after college? How do I break up with someone? Should I break up with my college boyfriend? <laughs> That's what I mean. But if you don't anonymize it, they're going to be fucking. No, but I do the PowerPoint and then I take people up from the audience. Got it. Got it. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be a blast regardless. Uh, I think colleges will be sick. Uh, you, I, I like that. I think yeah. that's. I think it's all great. I, yeah, big things are happening for you, babe. Big things are happening in Will. Big things are happening for us. And by the way, big things are happening for the callers. People are calling in oh, that's all right. the time. That's why we're here. The phone is ringing off of the damn hook. And as always, uh, everybody, if you like the show, you can tell your friends about it. You can rate right. the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you love the show, you can join us on Patreon or even extended ad free version of this episode all the other episodes as well as exclusive platinum episodes that are only on patreon and in the extended version of this episode will and i talked for like a really long time about yeah i'm not exactly <laughs> sure what like we a did. saga yeah, that yeah. will went on i locked my keys in the car we talked about miles being a new dad i think we did talk about um, me being a new zaddy um, and all that and more. So head on over. His underwear still. You can still fuck. I'm going to have to blur it. No, I don't think you I'm do. just going to apologize. No, no, it doesn't look sexual. If you can see it's, I'm, no, I can't see like an outline of your junk. I just see a hole with where your underwear is. It's a little disappointing that it doesn't look sexual. I mean, maybe if I stared longer, I'm just, you know, it doesn't <laughs> take a peek. Don't look, don't be shy. <laughs> take a picture to last longer. Take a picture. I like to say that to people who are taking a photo. That's a funny bit. Take a picture to last longer. To like, As someone is like, Gee. hey, can you take a picture to last longer? <laughs> If you want to call into the show, you can follow the Instagram where I post details about when we're recording. Will, let's get to the phone lines. We I hear have, we have some great calls. We've got some banger calls today. Um, eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy. With Factors delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you the two minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. <laughs> 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rafi's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Hi, Miles. I owe the U.S. government a crazy amount of money, uh, taxes for money I made outside of the country. Um, And so I um, was wondering if you could give me advice on um, evading my taxes. How do you yassify tax evasion, Will? Um, well, you know, I don't know that I'm the expert. I have a very simple tax situation. Uh, yeah. I'm wondering why it's so expensive. Like, did she do independent? Was she an independent contractor in Europe? I want to know what she did. Yeah, what did she do? Did she babysit for the queen? <laughs> let's call Will, and let's hope that this doesn't get played in court. Well, and again, this isn't financial advice. No, we're not supposed to say that. That's how it's a loophole. They can't put you in jail after you say it. (laughs) They can't get you. Hello. IRS calling. (laughs) We heard you have our money. (laughs) I cannot believe it. (laughs) I heard that you owe a bunch of money to the government. You want to figure out how to how to freaking put in the Cayman Islands account so you don't have to pay anything. And yeah, should we be using your, your real name? Like what's, you know, should we make up a don't name for you? Don't give me your real name. I don't want to be subpoenaed. Definitely not. <laughs> I do <laughs> not want to be subpoenaed. with you. Okay, what, can we call you um, Kelly? Yeah, perfect. Okay, so Kelly, tell us what's going on. I'm here with Will Whitworth, freelance sidekick. What up, what up? <laughs> uh, hello, freelance sidekick Will Whitworth. Okay, so um, I... Recently, and by recently, I mean in September, um, moved from the U.S. to Canada nice. for school. Sick. McGill, what are we talking <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Um, no, I'm, I'm in Vancouver. There's, um, there's multiple universities. Vancouver. Love Vancouver. Vancouver rocks. Yeah. So I made like half of my money for the whole year in the U.S. And then the other half of my money for the whole year in the last four months that I was in Canada. Got it. And I still have to pay taxes to the U.S. government on the money that I made in Canada because I didn't live out of the country for long enough. Uh-huh. Oh. And are you, do you get taxed at a higher rate for doing work internationally? Or like, why is this work? Why are the taxes so much? Um, well, because half of it is also self-employment. Right. And so okay. it's not. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. I actually, okay. I actually do have advice for this, but I, first of all, I want to hear. Sorry. Independent contractor. Yeah. 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 I do have advice yeah, for yeah, this yeah, in yeah, the yeah, craziest yeah. way, but, Please. um, but I actually want to okay. hear what you did for work. So in the States, 
I um, worked for a summer program. So it was literally like two weeks of work that I got paid one check for. And then in Canada, you were gun smuggling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very very much illegal. Um, No, I work for um, a family like in their home. Okay, cool. All right. So. So here's yeah. what I'll say. I don't know fucking shit about shit, and I'm sure I'm going to be wrong about this. Correct. If Uncle Sam is getting into your pocket, then you need to tell him yeah. to knock it off. Because this is bad advice. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm about to tell you a fucking life hack. Uh-huh. Slash, okay. slash fucking get rich quick scheme mm-hmm. that I've done myself. Start an LLC and file taxes as an S-Corp. Yeah. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) I hear breathing. Is it the IRS (laughs) on the other end? (laughs) Yeah, we're bugged. We're bugged. We're bugged. We've been made. So I don't know shit about shit, but I have known that like when you are just like a human being, taxes are so fucking complicated. And if my accountant's listening to this, thanks baby. But uh, ultimately like the real issue is that if you're an independent contractor, this is how the rich stay rich is that they create corporations that exist outside of themselves. And that way the corporation is writing Mm -hmm. off certain things that are like, essentially they have to pay less in taxes because they're just looking at the amount of income that that company made minus their expenses, and then they pay taxes on the final resulted amount. Mm-hmm. So you got to play their game. So you got to play their game because America thinks that corporations are better than people. And uh, that's mm-hmm. the real problem with Uncle Sam's little family business. <laughs> now, what I've right. done with my corporation is I'm writing off everything. <laughs> no, I'm not actually... Accountants in the chat sound off. But uh, if you buy something, let's say you're taxed at a rate of 25%. Uh-oh, people are snoozing. But you're about to save that money. Because Uncle Sam's about to put his own in his mouth. You're saying Uncle Sam is going to to completion? Yeah. Well, I'm saying that Uncle Sam's about to okay, get I his, don't understand. Get his just desserts and you're about to get yours too. What yeah. I actually do for my business stuff is every time I have income come in, I have two I have a checking a business checking account and a business savings account. Every time I have income go into the business bank account, which you can use this with your own checking and savings. It doesn't actually have to be a business thing. I just take I calculate what 25% of it is and I put it in the other account, in the savings account. So I know that whatever the amount that I'm looking at is always going to be the actual amount of money in my account. Because that's the tough thing with self-employment is when you get $1,000, it's not $1,000. Right. You have to make sure that you're immediately in your mind. It's way easier for me visually. So this is actually the advice I would give you is that every time you get paid next time going forward for something like this, take 25% out and put it into your savings account and just know that like the amount that after that you're looking at is actually the amount of money you have. Okay. And I, I'm sure that the listeners are just (laughs) going to be so thrilled with this really deep tax conversation. People are loving this tax talk. Well, it's going to be the best, the best episode of the season. (laughs) Yassify your taxes. Taxes are complicated on purpose because the fucking bourgeoisie wants to keep the man down. Because they want to get you. They want to audit you and make you pay more. Oh, here's a fucking tax hack. (laughs) Straight up. You don't have to wait. Okay, so this actually did save me because I was like, I don't think I got my W-2s or 1099s from like some places one year. The IRS knows how much money you make and owe. 
they're asking you to calculate it, but you can look it up online if you go to the IRS's website. So that's another thing that's like annoying is that the IRS is like, oh, hey, sucker, kiss my ass and tell me how much money you think you owe me. And if you're wrong, then you have to pay more because you were wrong. But the IRS knows how much money you owe. Maybe next time, just try to pay your taxes and vibes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like your taxes. Totally. You know what I mean? Make, just make the IRS job hard. Vibe out on your fucking tax stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like Will's talking yeah. all this boring chatter, chipper chatter. <laughs> and I'm just over here saying like, Let's just have a fucking like some Zaza, yeah, and do our W nines. Yeah, couldn't agree more. <laughs> you know what I mean, I uh, absolutely. Will's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. like you know. So anyway, thanks for calling. <laughs> thanks for calling, <laughs> and uh, we hope you have a great day. <laughs> thanks, you too. Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man, well, I mean, it's really funny. That in our society today, having a platform means you can be like, here's how you should do your taxes. <laughs> I shouldn't say, don't. <laughs> but people, somebody online was like, he left a comment. And they were like, people really trust like what you have to say, and they like you really should like say smarter shit. And I just, <laughs> I just, dis- they heard the show. <laughs> I just fundamentally disagree with that concept. Yeah, well, I I think nobody is looking. People admire you and your your life because you're good at describing it, and you get you you're clearly like a fun person. I think people like not only want to be friends, but they do genuinely think like you've got some sort of secret sauce. The truth is, I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously, I do have some secret sauce. You have some. I've got some. I think that it's also just that I am so willing to be wrong. Yeah, and you'll just dive in. And I'll dive yeah. in. I'm not afraid of getting some calls. <laughs> no, that's obviously not true. You've, no, you've, I'm terrified you've that I'm going to be canceled. You cut me saying stuff that I thought was totally innocent and fine out I'm of episodes. I'm terrified that I'm going to say the wrong thing. But I also don't have, like, sometimes I think people, um, I've seen comments on the episodes where people are diving in against something I said because I think that they're expecting that I think what I said is holy. <laughs> like they'll, they're like fighting back against something I said as if I'm going to be defensive. And I think that 99% of the time I'm like, Oh, that's a great point. Like I, I am just shooting from the hip completely like saying whatever and I'm wrong often. Yeah, I, I think that's actually one of the things I like about you is that's that nice. you're like willing, you're just like, if you're wrong, you're not like, you don't really get super defensive about it. I was uh, actually, me and John were just talking about this, but I think that, yeah, there's a uh, a tendency in our culture to, um, okay, so here's what it is. Every single person on this planet is a hypocrite. Yeah. And, and that is like fine. But here's the th- problem that I see a lot of people when they're arguing about stuff. This has nothing to do with the tax fraud question. This is like, <laughs> I'm on something else right now. But like, okay, so everybody is a hypocrite. Know that shit. And then when you're talking to your friends or you're getting into an argument online, know that like this isn't fucking debate club where we have to even out the ones and zeros of your opinions. You can like like shit that you probably shouldn't and hate stuff that you probably should love. Yep. You can have like, like I think that somebody, some, sometimes people are like, oh, well you care about like this. Well, why don't you also care about this? And it's like, because we aren't fucking robots. Yeah. This isn't an AI chat bot that needs to have like the equal opinion unilaterally. Yes. I, and I think that, uh, yeah, I, 
I, I think that it's just it's a tough time online yeah. because there is sort of people are trying to there's just not a lot of room for nuance online. Yeah, uh, don't be precious about shit. And if and you're wrong, didn't then admit it. I I completely agree with that. It's like uh, like being wrong, and also like you know what it is. If you're wrong, that's like good and change is good. But then protect yourself even further. Be gracious when you're stating an opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. If don't ever, I try never to. Unless it's something really fucking crazy. I try never to be like, oh yeah, like I believe this, and everyone who doesn't believe this shit is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But like, I, I mean, I'll say that shit about like human rights violations. Sure. But sure, other sure. than that, I'm not, I'm trying not to do that because it's like, oh yeah, like no, that's a great point. Like somebody will say something and it'll just change my mind completely. You should just be gracious about like everyone's really dumb. <laughs> And like, I know that cause I'm really dumb and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything. I'm just trying to figure it out and trying to do the right thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't, I had a thing I was going to say and then I fucking lost it. was going to be so good too. It was going to be so It was going to be good. really smart and funny. Oh, you know what? I whip out one of my, when one Will's my- on one, <laughs> oh man, he is just cracking up so good. <laughs> like when you go on one so good like that, we're all cracking up. <laughs> You're saying a nice thing, but somehow it sounds mean. <laughs> when Will really goes in on like being funny, like we when all I, are cracking up and we're saying like, you're so funny. For that's that. right. And, and that's all I really want to be honest. No, fundamentally, like, can you get this one? Yeah, I can get it. <laughs> the fight has been a pro it has been, a, it become a problem. I need to get. A beach ball. Yeah, you do. I hide right here. That That's I a good idea. Throw. <laughs> <laughs> so that way, when a huge funny guest is on the show, it'll be really ridiculous. Something I think about a lot is that, like, a lot of famous people really clearly want to be liked. Like, LeBron wants people to like him. Elon Musk wants people to like him really desperately. Like, I relate it's, to those people in that way. Like, I'm sure, like, I want to be liked. I want to be liked really bad. Although I don't need to be liked by everybody. And there's a lot of people that I'm like, oh, if you dislike me, that's like fine. Like I don't yes. fundamentally uh, uh, like or you understand you. I just like I relate to the celebrities who make themselves look pathetic for how much approval they just like seek at all times. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, it's funny. I want people to tell me I'm great all the time. Or like people, yeah, like celebrities in an interview will be like, oh man, yeah, like, yeah, Burger King is so great. <laughs> Like they'll just have the most milk dust opinions of that shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just like, like the mo the least, like we're getting everyone's media trained to the point where they, they yeah. don't say anything interesting. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. Such a lovely night. Such a lovely night. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, this is nothing. You're, what you're saying is nothing. Yeah. Which but I guess fine. that's this show too, you know? Um, you don't think I'm edgy enough. I mean, I would not describe you as edgy. I'll say edgy stuff like, I'll say like Maz, you're like the least edgy. <laughs> Fuck you! You do think I'm not that edgy? I think you're great. I do not think you're edgy. Man, I think if that's part of your self-image, you need to look <laughs> in the I mirror. Don't think I'm edgy. <laughs> like if you actually thought that, I would have to be pulled. sort of an edgy kind of comic. <laughs> I'm always saying shit off the fucking dome. You're always like, brushing up against hot button issues. I'm yeah. always cutting the crap. Uh-huh. You know, and saying what I really feel about stuff. <laughs> I think that bathtubs are good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I think it's because of that, like, what the reason I'm not edgy is because I don't have any opinions that I'm that confident about. Well, I also think there's always a perform like it really bugs me, uh, 
when people try to position their opinions in the realm of discourse to be interesting as opposed to like going yeah. with what they genuinely feel. And I'm not saying we all haven't done that sometimes, yeah. but it really, really, there are some people who do it. Uh, yeah. Who just can't stand it. Name, like, names, name names. Well, there's one of them is a former friend of mine. A uh, big shout out. Uh, <gasps> <gasps> it's protected me from tweeting a lot where like, I'll think about an opinion. I'll be like, I'll have, I'll have some tweet idea and it's like some hot take. And then I'll be like, is this, do I actually think this? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't. <laughs> I'm not going to tweet it. Oh, I will say that is one thing I really recommend. If you're on Twitter and you're right, if you're writing a tweet, <laughs> yeah. maybe think about, do I, should I, do I think this or like, is it just like, is I'm this trying a to worthwhile thought to share. Like I'm trying to bait people. Yeah. No, in some weird way. My Twitter strategies get really stoned and every couple of weeks you tweet like the stupidest thing you can possibly think. I think, think. you have a great Twitter Thank presence. <laughs> I think you got a great. There was a funny thing where before, it honestly probably protected me from a lot of tweets, but uh, before the before we had talked about the, uh, having the baby, like, you know, obviously I was on paternity leave. So there's a couple of weeks where I was just like, I'm not posting anything. Like I, I didn't post a picture because I was like, let's just like fucking yeah, chill yeah, for a second. Yeah. Like actually live in the moment. Live in your the life. moment. Yeah, yeah, live my yeah. life. And then eventually we did. But I was like, there was times in that where I was like, I had some really dumb thoughts that I was like, oh, there's a good tweet. And I was like, well, I haven't said I, I haven't told the world I have a son. So <laughs> I'm I can't, not allowed to post it. <laughs> I can't like fire off some stupid bullshit. Well, you know, to be fair, you definitely would have gotten a lot of people replying like, Where, LOL, where's the baby? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I was yeah. just like, yeah, it's probably better. I just like, don't say anything. For yeah, a bit. no, a hundred percent. Anyway, you want to do another call? Let's do another call. Will I feel so fucking crazy because I'm so tired. Yeah, you're probably in a, I'm in a deep hole. I honestly feel more lucid than I have in a long time. <laughs> you feel sober, straight, lucid. Yeah, like I feel like this is kind of a reversal of the dynamic where it like I'm of. the crazy one. And then now I'm yeah. like, man, I'm so fucking calm. I've never been anxious in my life. Everyone loves and respects me. You know this what I mean? This week on Perfect Person, the dynamic gets switched. <laughs> Uh, I miss I miss old timey trailers like that. I miss like the the narrator doing more in in movie trailers. You know, yeah, no. I what do they like hadn't that. bargained on, you know, was friendship. Hi, Miles. I know you're probably already done recording the episode, but nope. I just wanted to call in because I am at my wit's end. I sit on the executive board of my sorority, <laughs> and it is not going as I hoped, and I just don't even know what to do anymore. All right, let's give her a call. Hello? You called Perfect Person, and we're here to call you back about your sorority. <gasps> what up, what oh up? Oh, my God, no way. <laughs> I'm here with Will Whitwer. <laughs> oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> tell, <not>. us, <laughs> tell us what your problem is. Basically, for the last, like, year and a half, our sorority has just, like, not been getting along. <gasps> we thought it would get solved with our new executive board, right? Yeah. Because we got rid of the two people that were like the issue. Mm. No, it got worse. Oh, <laughs> no. Now they're upset because <laughs> they don't have power. Mm. Yeah. So it's, are those, there's two, there's two people causing all the problems or are there different factions? Yeah. No, it's two people. So for context, I go to a really small school. So my sorority is a very, like, it's like less than 50 people. Okay, got it. It's a very small group of people to begin with. Yeah. If you're not on Alabama Rush. 
Alabama Rush TikTok I've I've seen. <laughs> My TikTok feed is all Alabama Rush. <laughs> Bama Rush. So, I, <laughs> I love it, but it looks terrifying. It does look really scary. Yeah, so, I've seen some scary videos from sororities from the big ones. <laughs> really yeah. scary. So, uh, okay, so tell us, first of all, so you're on the executive board. First of all, I love Goss. I love drama. And I love, like, group <laughs> dynamics like this. I mean, sororities are yes. essentially social clubs. They are. And there is drama to be had. So you're on the executive board. How many other of the key players are on this executive board? There's eight of us total. Got it. Okay, cool. And what was like an event that's kind of specific where there was drama that occurred? Yeah, and you said that the two people who were causing the problems got kicked off because, and then they're pissed now? Yeah, they're so, pissed. Like, yeah, I'm just curious. What, so, what's the trouble? Yeah, no. So essentially, they weren't necessarily like kicked off. Essentially, they got voted out. So like we had our next election. So they served for two semesters. We had our next election, yeah. and they didn't get re-voted back on. Got it. So they were ousted. Yeah, and they were just like really mean the entire time that they were on it. They like a lot of our other members were like threatening disaffiliation, and we're just like they were just really mean. So like, I don't know how to describe it. It would just be like they talk about it. I'm like it's a small campus, so like if you talk, everyone knows. Yep. So they were one-term chumps. They were only in for one term, and then they got vote. They didn't get voted back in. And so, what are these? Girl- no. What are these girls' names? Or do you want us to make a we fake? We can use names? fake ones. I'm. I have to say, I need to stay completely anonymous with it. Okay, got it. So, Brandy and Carlisle. <laughs> Brandy and Carlisle. No. What what is an so you said they were being mean. Now would they just sort of make you feel small or are they insulting you directly? Um kind of like a mixture and it wasn't to like just me. It was to a lot of people. Got it. So they is it more like they're making so, catty comments, like it's just saying sort of things to rude. take people down that then those people hear about and get mad about and are like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> So like pretty much sums it up. And they think they're like in the right too. Like they don't understand why everyone's upset. Got it. So so they don't have self-awareness. Are do they like are they well liked in general, like at the school? Or like I don't think so. Got it. Not so, more. Got it. Okay. So essentially, like you go because I went to a tiny college and I do know how it goes where people gossip, people know every yeah. detail about each other. It's just like really tight communities. This yeah. is just kind of how it goes, I think. And uh it's not very smart. To in an era, especially with social media, if you're gonna talk shit, uh, you, you you probably shouldn't do it. Uh, if you're gonna talk shit, prepare to be stepped to. Wow. So here's the thing <laughs> that I'm gonna say. What is the drama they're starting now? Because you said they're not even on the board anymore, but well, now they're in a like a counterterrorism so, cell. Correct. Within the organization, <laughs> they just have like a lot of input, and they don't always word it necessarily very politely. Mm. So like. People now, like people on the exec board, are just like really uncomfortable doing anything because they're like, I don't want to get talked about so aggressively, or get a message saying I'm doing my whole job wrong. Yeah. They're giving. They're like, oh, you didn't plan <laughs> yes. this party right. And I when I was on there, we used to do it better. And everyone's like, fuck you, stop. It. Yeah, kind of like that. Do you have email <laughs> correspondence of them saying publicly or on a group th- thread? And do you have an example of this, like where you guys planned something or there was an announcement um, and they responded to it or no? Yeah, I can, <gasps> I can think of something. So I just planned, I made a shirt for an event coming up 
And they were, this sounds so stupid saying it out loud. No, no, oh no. <laughs> you are valid, by the way. I want to know. I was like so banking on you not calling back. No, this is real. I was like, they're never going to answer. No, this is real and this is important. Um, Social dynamics are very important in college, especially. And this is like when people like this, it can feel, I think it also is a relatable problem. Where yes, you're like, I think it's very relatable. You're like, there are these people who are just, they have this bad energy and no one really knows how to deal with them because we don't want to have a big confrontation. But it's like, how do we get to the seed of what's going on? So tell me, yeah, tell me about the shirt you designed. Yeah, so I designed a shirt. I thought it was really cute. Um, and I got a lot of compliments from it from like everyone else. Yeah. But, and again, this is going to be so stupid. The color <laughs> of the shirt, <laughs> they, they were upset at the color of the shirt because they felt like a different sorority on campus owned that color and we like shouldn't wear that color. <laughs> what? <laughs> Weird. So they thought you you guys were like, you're using a color that is like against, it's like not in the color palette of Delta Gamma or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. DG. Yeah, Yeah, like they're just like, they're just like, that's blank sorority's color. Like that's not our color to wear. And I was like, (laughs) I was just kind of like, well, this is just a stupid conversation. Like, yeah, that's a shirt. It's a shirt. You don't own a color. And yeah, and I let the chapter vote on the colors and it was the color they picked. Oh, wow. Like 60% of the chapter picked this color. So it wasn't like I individually picked it. I actually oh. wanted a different color completely. <laughs> but that wasn't the one that got picked. This is like, this is a political, this is like. Oh, the, it's a minefield. This is yeah. a minefield here. Yeah. So, Oh my God. Yeah. You guys, it's like sororities are so intense. And don't get me wrong. I love it. But it is just like so intense. And really, I just wanted to know, like, how do you handle just like, not being able to like please everyone and just like dealing with it. Yeah. How do you deal with the political scandal of this magnitude? Now, sometimes in a political <laughs> scandal, you've got to play politics. Yes, you do. As, as, as you know, and I say this knowing that like the best way to play politics is to lead with compassion. In this situation, you're trying to be a good leader. You're like, look, the people voted on the shirt color. And by the way, what was the color? <laughs> Yeah, what color was it? It was pink. You okay? It's a pink first, shirt. First of all, a sorority having a pink shirt is bread and butter. Yeah. That is over the plate. Like, we're having this, like, I think that 90% of the sorority shirts at UNC were pink. Because, like, sure, it's a sorority. Sure, we can have a pink shirt. No one needs to have an issue with this. Did you know that the the, the gendered branding of pink is a relatively new phenomenon? Yeah, within yeah. like the last 30 years or Post something. Post-World War II, pink and blue. That's anyway, right, pink and companies blue. Companies realized they would make more money if they made baby clothes, not unisex, because then oh. you'd have to buy multiple sets. That's interesting, anyway, actually. Shout anyway, out to capitalism. Yeah, so that's shout, really interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Shout out to capitalism. But anyway, Brandy <laughs> and Carlisle are an inside of government. They're, they're, they're like freaking... They're like freaking... <laughs> I was going to say CTULA or your CTULA from 24 and they're like terrorists within your organization. Okay. They're trying to take you down from within. They are. And what I need to say to you is you need to mobilize the organization because Brandy and Carlisle, they're out there on a street team telling people, oh, that shirt is so lame. And I think what you need to do is you need to... First of all, let people know like, hey, I, I don't know. Like 
make when, when people are trying to play politics, make it feel like it doesn't matter that much to you that they're disapproving of what you're doing. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the I think the kind of the power move here is to be like yeah. they send you an email, maybe they don't reply all or maybe they do. Yeah. You just say, "Well, this is what we voted for." Yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry everybody voted, but like we're, we're definitely down to hear your ideas like, next time. Yeah, you you like there's the like it's the thing that uh you know, you, you like people just want to be heard sometimes. Yeah. So sometimes if you just kind of acknowledge that they said something but don't change what you're doing, yeah. it won't satisfy them. Right. It might even piss them off, but if you can act like, well, your objection, which you said maybe a little meanly, I'm just going to say I don't care about because this is we did it for the good reason that we did. And also, here's what you can do, too. Nobody likes to do work. No, they don't. And so what I think you could do is send them an email. Hey, Brandy and Carlisle, we know that you guys had some ideas about the shirts. Could you send us a couple color palettes? I'm just curious for next time we decide to design something. Oh, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. If what you want to really make them feel like they got heard. That's a good response. Yeah, what your yeah. ideas might be. Because look, here's the thing. It costs you nothing to ask and, then, and even receive. You don't have to do anything that no, they said. you don't. You just be like, I'm just curious what you guys had in mind. Bam. Because I'm so thoughtful and immediately the sorority is standing up, standing O, yes. cheering for yes, you because exactly. they're saying, yes, look at this leadership. Everyone is being heard, okay? You're not going to let the terrorists win. You can win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's a good idea. I think it was like the best way to respond. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's like. Well, I also say like you never really know what people are going through in college. Like your brains aren't fully developed. Yeah. And I think there are people who get more mature as they get older and, and become more able to live in groups. And, and people are like developing and finalizing skills that they don't necessarily have, you know. Yeah. So like. Sometimes people are just being, they're saying harsh things because, yeah, they're not feeling included. But actually, if they were included in the right way, they'd be like way chiller or whatever, you yeah, know? Yeah, right. It's hard to know. You just want to like, you don't know if somebody's going through like, you know, their mom is sick or whatever, unless they're like talking about it. Like, you just yeah. don't know what people are actually going through. And I just look back at some of the people I thought were weird in college and I go like, oh, you just didn't, you didn't have the maturity level to like address things in the right way, you yeah, know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's not necessarily means that you're evil. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'd, I'd say that about them too. Brandon Carlisle obviously are taking over the sorority and they're dominating it. They're attempting to exert their political power, but they're no longer on the damn board. They're attempting a sorority executive board coup. A hostile takeover. A hostile takeover <laughs> of the shirt design yes. for March of this year. And like the thing is, like if you if you let the complaint if the complaints bother you, like you, I just think the best way to address it is like make them feel like they're being heard, yeah. that their ideas matter even if you're literally never gonna look at them be prepared for an insurrection level sorority event where they storm the executive boardroom and they demand that the shirts are yellow or even teal but the point is that i think i think i think that you should just ask them what their opinions are and stuff even if you don't care Cause it's like, Oh, Hey, like, I know you did like, what, what were yes. your thoughts on this? Like if you had another idea, I'd love to hear it. And also just be nice to them because ultimately like it's hard to talk shit about someone that is being genuinely kind and empathetic. Absolutely. And if they keep talking shit about like members of the sorority, like first of all, everyone gossips a little bit. Everyone talks a little bit of shit. It's like not the end of the world, but yeah. they seem like they were crossing a line in a yeah. small college campus where this is like really not. So like they cross the line, you, you may have to confront them like, yeah. uh, and just say, Hey, what you said was hurtful. But if they are just sort of saying somewhat catty things that aren't that mean, yeah, maybe everybody just has to mm -hmm. kind of be like, well, 
this is what it is. And if somebody says it, try mm. to be more like, hey, that hurts my feelings. You know, <laughs> talk shit, get hit yeah. with an empathetic and understanding <laughs> nod. <laughs> I like that's the folk. <laughs> yep, I, I like that quote. Okay. That's good. Now be- I do have like one. I do have like one small request, and this is just me being paranoid because I don't want to get set to standards. You want me to bleep your Could name? You bleep my name. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we do not want you to go in front of the standards committee. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, we- just in case someone happens to listen and they're like, I can connect those dots. We need you to remain anonymous we because do. you are also our mouthpiece from the inside of the sorority. So if me and Will are thinking, what if we do blue ribbons? <laughs> We're going to be able to use you. We're going to call in a favor to get blue ribbons at the freaking welcome students brunch. Hey, if you ever want to throw another mixer, I can give you some ideas if you want to throw parties. I have some good mixer ideas. I love this. I love to hear that. But I do think if they ever say something mean that comes back to someone, like they should maybe be confronted about it. <laughs> if they say mean shit, go up to them and be like, hey, this hurt my feelings. I don't know why you said that. Yeah, I heard People you... really do not like it. They when can't you, handle it. <laughs> they can't handle it. Because what they can handle is you saying shit back to them yes. that's hurtful. And people are prepared for that, but they're not prepared for you to be like, why did you say that? Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? They're, they're not prepared to be just confronted with something that they did say. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's our advice for how to get through a political scandal. But yeah, you're you're in the position of power. You just need to make them feel like we're, you're still part of the team, even if their ideas are not being executed on. Validate dumb people. <laughs> In order to get what you want. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, we will bleep your name we um, so you'll remain anonymous. But get out there and uh, do some canvassing. So this <laughs> underground street Thank you street so team. much. And Miles, your baby is so cute. Oh, that's very sweet. Your I think so, adorable. too. Yeah, he's a cute little goblin for <laughs> sure. Um, you have a fantastic evening. You too. All right, bye. 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 Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that was a great call. I mean, I love it. Great call. I, I, I just, it's very relatable to me because I, for some reason, the stakes seem so high when you're in college about like this shit. Like, this yeah, you're is- like, it's something you're, th- she's probably thinking about it like, oh my God. Like, there's, and all her friends are like talking about like, wow, they really have such a bad attitude. Like, what is up with that? For like, real. And it gets blown up and it gets bigger and bigger. And ultimately, it's just like, Oh yeah, just ask them what colors they want the shirt to be, and make it feel like their ideas are, are hurt. Hurt because they to, might have some good ideas, right? And that's the other thing. Like, but knowing Brandy and Carlisle, probably not. Well, they don't like, seem. Do you think that they're gonna have good shirt color <laughs> ideas? I will say, I wonder if they are like each other's only friend. You know, these they're the sometimes personalities yeah. in a group where like they're kind of abrasive and yeah. they're together. And, and it's like, ugh. By the way, if their shirt ideas were good, they would have been elected. That's right. The, this is not we the the, the constituents voted. The constituents okay? voted, and they voted them out. That's right. Okay, they were voted out of their t-shirt idea, and mm-hmm. they were voted off the executive board. Yeah, and, and there's probably a reason for that. Well, will that brings us to our final segment? Yeah, a segment that we like to call "Get Real." I mean, I just feel like I want to give you a softball to, you know, talk about your child or whatever. You've already done that, though. Yeah, I'm over him. (laughs) Uh He's a fucking perfect little angel. Uh, 
I think that, uh, yeah, what, what am I getting real about these days? Well, I feel like it's, you're probably spending so much time, like, just trying to get through the day, get yeah. to the next day. Like, it's hard to freak out about the future when you're just like, okay, gotta, how am I going to do this week, you know? Yeah, I um, think that, like, my thing, the things I'm thinking about the most now are just, like, I'm like, I blink and it's dark out again. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, what, what happened? It's, like, evening again. And uh, it does give me uh, immense empathy. I feel like we've talked about this before, but like when people have kids, sometimes you'll notice that, uh, like there's, obviously there's a transformation, but I totally get how it makes everybody more empathetic. Cause yeah. it's like, holy shit, everything is so hard to just get through. Yep. So I just have an appreciation for when like, like it's small stuff. It's just like, oh wow, just the amount of sheer time. Yeah. And energy expended to like keep a human life alive at a very young age. It's like somebody had to do that for every single person on the planet. So that yeah. part is really wild. Like I think that when I meet somebody, even if you dislike them or whatever, it's like, oh, like one person or two people or three people or more had to really work hard to keep every person alive alive. I know, and that's why it sucks that there's so many shitty people. It really does. Because it's like, <laughs> wow, like all that effort wasted on some idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's always possible to, no matter how good of a job as a parent, you could still have a bad seat. You know what I mean? You I don't think job. Julian's a bad seat, but he could be. We don't know. He's a really good seat. <laughs> The, yeah. No, I'm I'm kidding. I think he's going to be great. But I mean, who knows? <laughs> no, he's going to be really good because uh, I find that actually the recipe for like a good person is kind of just like you just have to like care a little bit. Yeah, and I I agree, and I I think that to your point, like it just reminds me of the David Foster Wallace uh, famous speech for Kenyon College about like the example of like going to the grocery store and being in like a really long line and just getting so mad at the person in front of you but then like trying to teach yourself that they just yeah. like might be having a really bad day this is water uh, is what the name of that yeah, speech yeah. is and sarah and i have a i love that speech and sarah and i have a framed uh picture of my friend pam made for us that's a fish and it says this is water that's great that she drew but it's like yeah no i think about that all the time or th- what he says is like you're in line for the grocery store right and every person is like an extra to you, but yes. like, but that, but you need to like embody them with yeah. some of your lived experience, and that you like you 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 empathize and you give them compassion, mm-hmm. so you're not just hating this stranger in front of you who's right. making your life your your, your errand Difficult. take longer. And yeah. he's like, yeah, the person in front of you might be a, a like a, a parent who's yep. like late on their whatever, and the person behind you might have like a a, per, a parent in the hospital or yep. something, and like. Yeah, but it does, it sort of does give you vast empathy and it does, it is It is annoying that a lot of people are just so stupid. I don't necessarily think that parenthood makes everyone empathetic though. I think that some, for some people it's like no. a tribal thing where they're like, I love my family, but I refuse to love anyone else. No, I'm primed to be empathetic to the to people, yes. but like, but, uh, but no, I think you're right. I think that, I think if you're already empathetic, maybe it does, but I feel like if you're like a shitty person who has kids, it doesn't necessarily make you better. I also you know? just like, I can't imagine going through this experience and then like feeling so confident that I did it right. That I told other people that like, this is how you should do it. You mean, Oh, like becoming like a, like a parenting advice person. Like, uh, well, I'm treading on thin ice here. Well, you, well, that's what I mean. Cause obviously but you're I, perfect. Of course. Yada, yada, yada. I, no, but, I just, um, I just, I am like, 
this is really hard. Yeah. And like, and, and more than it just being really hard, it's like, who fucking know? Like, we tried something and like, he didn't cry for a little bit, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, we're just kind of shooting from the hip and I'm like, <laughs> any any person that's alive, like, do whatever you can well, to get your baby. But the flip side, though, is that you think of how many idiots have raised children, too. And oh, it's right. like, maybe on that level, like, no one's ready at the moment. There's a lot of trial and error. There's, but, like, nobody actually knows. Yeah. And that's because you're you're full of a lot of worry, but, like... As long as you're doing the basics, it's probably going to be okay. You know well, what I, I mean? I think it's also, like, yeah, exactly. And I think it's, to me, also something I think about all the time, me and Sarah remind each other of is like, this is an investment in it being like super duper fun. Yeah. yeah when yeah, he's like a little guy that's talking and can be really like run around and we can make jokes to. 100%. But right now, he's like a little goblin that really needs us. In but every I think that way. creates new worries too. You know? Of course like, it does. But like to me, you're just, worried about like, are his friends good? You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. Like, but at that point, it's just like, he's like a little guy. Yeah. Like, you know, yes, new worries will come, but it's like, to me, it's what we're doing now is an investment. Oh yeah. Well, when when you don't have to worry as much about day to day like survival, yeah, I think it will be a at least some <laughs> weight off. You know. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. Because be you have crazy. to do everything right now. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, and humans have the like longest like maturation process of, of like any species, basically. Like yeah. You know, th- most animals are born ready to freaking. Horses pop out of there ready to walk. It's you know? the trade-off we make for being bipedal. That's right. And and big brains, too. And huge brains. One of yeah. the theories that I've read is like, yeah, that that like consciousness might have developed in a way that like, you know, we, we created, we, we evolved to have a longer gestation, like longer childhood, essentially. Right. Because most animals are not children very long. They're, mm-hmm. they're not, and they're more, <laughs> they could sort of function when they come right out of there. Yeah, the trade-off we make for being sort of useless for the first couple of years is that we can invent the blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, the best invention, <laughs> oh, you know, is that human beings... <laughs> Well, the culmination of human evolution is arguably the blockchain. We're so smart that we can make the freaking NFT. Empty factories full of GPUs just (laughs) fucking mining Bitcoin or whatever. Like, that's what we're doing. That's smartness to me. Yeah. That's (laughs) smartness to me. We we go through a a stage of innocence where you learn, you're curious, and then you come out of it able to invent the blockchain. Able to invent the blockchain and sell a board ape. (laughs) (laughs) Or Donald Trump like wearing a superhero superhero. <laughs> Donald Trump costume. selling his own NFTs. Yeah, that just. I mean, everything about oh, it. Human evolution God. has led us singularly to the creation of the blockchain, a technology that for sure should exist that definitely does good things. You know, it's not just a technology in search of a. Can <laughs> I say something? That I tweeted this the other day, but I used ChatGPT and I was like, "What the fuck are people <laughs> talking about? Why are they so impressed by this?" It's I was like. This is really dumb. Like, yes. oh, not yeah. that it's dumb. Like, I understand that it's an amazing piece of technology. And I'm sure that they'll use it to do something cool. But I was like, I'm being like, is it good to do whatever? And it's like, I'm an AI. I can't have feelings or opinions. And I'm like, you dumb fucking robot. <laughs> I want you to tell me stuff. I want you to be like Megan from the movie Megan. Yeah, it's all so stupid. It's like, we have all of the capability in the world to bring everyone closer together. And we're like doing this a hundred percent well and i i think hopefully for you the experience of having a child is like you know opening you up to how you want to live and reprioritizing away from the stupid <laughs> shit that like yeah. i just feel like everybody feels like oh i waste too much time on social media like i don't know social media is intentionally like a rat 
uh, experiment where yeah. the lever only works sometimes. Like the do- sometimes you get a ton of dopamine from it. Yeah. Most of the time, it's just fine. Most of the time, it's like, well, yeah, I, w- I did this, and I should have probably just like read an article. Yeah, I should have. I should have like gone for a walk. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's even better because uh, now it's like even articles. Sometimes I'll read and I'm like, this made me dumber. <laughs> Like, this is, like, some hot take that was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Like, a hot take that it was only made so that, like, I would click on the article, and yep. I did, and I feel like it's chump. No, I just, I feel like social media is a reinvention of the human experience in a way, and it and it mostly sucks. And yeah. I would just hope that having a child for you is, like, the, the ability to, okay, well, I know what's really important at mm-hmm. this moment, and yeah. I'm not going to worry about, like, my tweet underperforming or something. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. Like you were just talking about you, how you were st- not tweeting until people knew that you had a kid. I think that was good. Like I think it's it, I, yeah, the Twitter thing. I'm like, I'd like to make more stuff for the internet. Yeah. But I think I'd like to consume way less. That's the thing. I mean, ultimately that's much more rewarding to do the creative part of it. Being a perpetual lurker yeah. on Twitter, which is what I do with my life is not a good use of time. Well, I do, I'm still absolutely. not convinced he's not me from the future back to kill me. <laughs> me? Oh, my child. Oh, your child. Anyway, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Uh, at W Witwers, where you can find Will and That's his right. zany tweets. September 5, big post coming, September obviously. post, huge, huge, huge. massive, massive post. Um, obviously, I'm at Miles Bond on every platform. Um, you can follow me there for sort of stuff, fun stuff coming down the pipe. I feel like the, the, you might have to make the premium one kind of long in this one. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, hey, subscribe to the premium. Subscribe to the premium because this episode is going to be really long. I haven't seen you in a while. So we also I just, just got wanted to, to catch up. I, know, I was I like, know, I know. But we'll, we'll put in the premium. And um, everybody out there, you remember uh, life's meaningless. Find your own meaning. In- inherently meaningless. Inherently meaningless. What I mean is like, it's just not built in. You don't get born knowing what your purpose is. Yeah. You know? Life's meaningless, in parentheses, said horniedly. What about life's meaningless? Get horny. <laughs> That's like biological purpose. Thanks right? for listening, everybody. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>